Hello, and welcome to the Yoga and Yum podcast. My name is Sybil Shelton Ford, holistic health and wellness coach and registered yoga teacher specializing in the therapeutic benefits of yoga for children, adults, and families. I am so happy that you're here. This is the place where we practice deep mindfulness, radical self-care, and living life on purpose so that we can experience more yum in our lives. Okay, are you ready to jump in? Because I am. Let's get into this episode. Hello, and welcome to season two of the Yoga and Yum podcast. I am so happy to be back, and I'm really happy and excited to play with all my upgrades. So you may have noticed that I've added some music and recorded a what I hope is a juicier intro. I've also recorded an, an outro, which you'll hear later, and added music to that. Um, I hope that you like it. I just really wanted to enhance the experience for my listeners. So yeah, that's going on. And um, I just ordered a new microphone. So that's going to be another upgrade coming. And hopefully you'll be able to hear the difference. Again, I'm just trying to make season two more juicy, more yummy, more, just more. (laughs) Anyway, I'm really happy to be back. And I'm calling this episode, um, it's kind of a catch-up episode. I'm calling it Where I've Been, Telling the Truth, Saying Goodbye, and Saying Hello. So, The last time that I recorded a podcast and uploaded it was in May, and it is already July. So it's been a a nice few weeks, right? Actually, a few months since I've been here on this podcast. And so where have I been? Well, in the beginning of April, I was asked to come into a school where I have done work before. I've been a teacher there, an assistant, a substitute. And I was asked to come in to take over a toddler program in a Montessori school. The teacher um, had to leave unexpectedly and she was a really beloved teacher. She'd been there for a number of years and I'm not sure what the background is, and I didn't want to know. Um, She was no longer able to continue in the position. So she left unexpectedly. And the head of school called me at the end of March, right before I left Florida, and said, hey, we're in a bind here. Would you be interested in being the lead, a long-term sub, or be, and being the lead of this toddler program. And it's been a while since I've worked with toddlers. And I kind of went back and forth about it because I was really enjoying sort of being retired from that work. But then I said, sure, I'll do it because I know that it's hard to find subs right now, guys. It's hard to find teachers. 
it's hard to find assistance. Um, schools are going through a rough time in terms of staffing. And I happen to just really love the school. So I said yes. And just after spring break, I was there. I mean, I was the teacher in that room. And if you've ever been a classroom teacher or a substitute or assistant, you know that by April, the classroom environment is pretty established. So there's routines and procedures. And when there's a brand new lead that comes in, people get a little nervous because they're thinking, oh my gosh, are things going to change? Is this going to work? Um, and it's hard to establish trust with the families and the children because um, they had a, such a beautiful relationship with the teacher before. And most of the children were verbal, but I had a few that weren't as verbal. So that can be kind of challenging. But really, it ended up being just this really beautiful experience. And yeah, I was the teacher from April until the beginning of June. And again, if you've ever been a teacher or um, have worked in a school, you know how much work it is. It's, it's a lot of work. It's more work than... I can explain. <laughs> you kind of have to be in it to really understand. It's not just being present or just kind of showing up to do the work and then you go home and it's done. It's never that. It's always more than that. And, you know, the kids really need you, especially when their teacher has left and they don't quite understand why. And, it takes a lot of time and energy to kind of show that you're a safe person and that you're on their side and, you know, how can you as seamlessly as possible move into this role? And it took a lot of energy. And so I had to let some things go. And one of the things that I let go was this podcast. And I took some breathers in between and did some deep soul work around teaching in general. I am still kind of on a different sub list. And one of the things that this experience taught me was that I'm done teaching in classrooms. It was a really big yoga moment for me. Um, now, let me say that nothing negative happened to me in this position. Nothing bad happened that made me come to this decision. Um, I've wanted to be done with classroom teaching completely for a little bit of time, but I really struggled with the sense of obligation. Let me explain what I mean by that. So first I'll start <laughs> with a big, what I call a brag. And one thing I know about myself is I do some things really, really well. And there are things that I don't do really, really well. And one of the things that I am really, really good at is classroom teaching. I would go so far as to say that I am an incredible teacher. Like I am really, really good at that. But I don't want to do it anymore. And there's lots of reasons why, and I won't go into them here. But that cycle of my life has kind of come to an end. And so I'm done. I have to say that 
this last teaching assignment, I really enjoyed it. I loved the kids. I really liked my support staff. I love the school. I'll always be an advocate for the school. I just think it's a beautiful learning environment. But I just didn't want to do that work anymore. I don't want to do that work anymore. And I had this kind of twinge of guilt whenever people would ask, um, hey, you know, would you be willing to stay? Don't you want this job? You're so great at it. Um, and I had a twins of, twinge of guilt because I really didn't want to do it. And the guilt came because I've had this misguided belief that just because you're really, really good at something and liked doing it, especially in the past, that you should just continue to do it, especially when you're needed. And that's where this, what I'm going to call a yoga moment came in, because I was really tempted more than once to accept the position. It was offered to me multiple times. But I also knew that by taking or accepting the position, I would be lying, you know. And one of the yoga teachings is this thing called satya, which is truthfulness. We're called to be truthful in word, in thought, and in deed. And I knew that if I said yes, it would be like I was lying. And I would be lying to myself, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be fine. I know because I don't want to do that work anymore that I'd be miserable and I'd be dreading going to work every day. I know that if I said yes, I'd be lying to the children, which is like never. Like, I don't want to do that. I'd be lying to the parents. I'd be lying to the coworkers. Like, I wanted to be there. But that's simply not the truth. Now, let me say again, I don't hate the work. I don't even dislike it. I just don't want to do it anymore. I want to do something else. And also, I have to say, this is important, um, I have to say that I know I'm in a space of privilege because I am in a financial position where I don't have to do work I don't want to do anymore. And I understand that many, many people aren't in that position. So I do want to acknowledge that, yes, I am working from a place of privilege. So that's part of the truth, too. That's part of that satya. Um, you know, and I also understand, I guess part of my guilt, too, or the twinges of guilt that come up from time to time is that I understand that there is a teacher shortage, like not just in my city, but all over the U.S. And that awesome teachers are needed in the classroom, not just for children and families, but really for the nation. And it would be so easy if I allowed the guilt of this sense of duty to guide me in accepting a position. And yes, I still feel, like I said, I still feel guilty at times, just a little twinge because I really do love the school and I understand the pinch that they're in. But again, if I'm going to be truthful, I know that I'm done with that work. And I'm not okay with lying every single day. I'm not okay with faking it every single day. I'm, I'm over that. I don't want to do that anymore. And... 
I'm not okay with living with that untruth. And that's like the power to me of this practice of truthfulness. Like when you just admit what is for you and kind of be okay with that, also acknowledge your feelings around the truth, that's where the freedom starts. That's where you can like, like exhale. And even though I, when I think about it now, I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I wonder if they found somebody. I wonder if they're going to be okay. What's this going to mean? Does it mean the head of school is going to have to be the, you know, the toddler teacher for a while? You know, I do think of that sometimes because I care about the people and I care about the community, but I also care about myself. And I know that I am so grateful that I was able to be a Montessori teacher, that I was able to be even a traditional classroom teacher for many years. And, you know, I think I did some really great work and I'm proud of it, but I'm also finished. <laughs> and so that is part of my, my thank you and my goodbye and my truthfulness as to kind of where I am right now. So even though I'm saying goodbye to classroom teaching, I'm not saying goodbye to my work with children. I literally love working with children and families. And I have so many plans to offer yoga and wellness programs to young children and their families right here in my community in the fall. I am like busy planning right now with community centers and um, other people that I'm collaborating with. And I am planning on starting a YouTube channel for kids. I haven't decided the name that I want yet, but it's going to be all about mindfulness and wellness and social emotional learning. And yes, there will be some yoga in there, of course. Um, and I, I've wanted to do this for some time, but I will tell you I have some trepidation around making YouTube videos. Um, because it does require consistency, kind of like a podcast, but the nice thing with the way I do podcasts is I don't have to be in front of a camera. It's much easier just to turn things on and just start talking. So I'm a little scared about it and excited, but because I am a little scared and because I've been thinking about it for a long time, that means that yes, I have to do it. So stay tuned. Um, it's going to come and I'll let you know, of course, when the first episode airs, uh, you'll hear it first here. And now that I'm also talking about my work with children, I will mention here that I've also, last year I wrote my first children's book. It's called Sometimes I Am a Tree, Simple Yoga Poses for Children. That's available on Amazon. It's been really well received by my friends and family and coworkers. I'm going to leave the link to it in the show notes, so check it out. It's super fun. I really love the work that I did with that, and I'm also working on a another book. But again, this has been a slower project, <laughs> but I'll let you know when that book drops as well. And continuing to talk about work with children, um, if you love the idea of yoga and children, then next week I will be interviewing my friend and fellow children's yoga teacher, Shruti Raju, and she's the owner of Om Sky LLC, 
and the creator of Surya Kids Yoga. That's in Windermere, Florida. Those classes are offered, I think it's called the Loft on Main in Windermere. I'm going to leave that information in the show notes as well. We're going to talk about the many benefits that we've observed um, that yoga has for children. And you're also going to hear her story. It's so inspiring. And she does such great work in the world for children's wellness and empowerment. I don't want to give it away. So I'm not going to tell you too much, but she's got some awesome in-person programs in Windermere, Florida, if you are in that area. So be sure to check in next week about that. So this is me telling the truth, saying goodbye to one chapter in my life and saying hello to future projects for children, families, and yes, adults too. So stay tuned. Thank you so much for listening. I really hope you gained a few useful nuggets from this episode. Your support is so important to me. If you feel so moved, I would really appreciate it if you would leave a star rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. And even better, please share this episode with friends, family, co-workers, neighbors, anyone that could really benefit from this information. For more, you can follow me on Instagram at yoga and yum with Sybil and on Facebook at as you are yoga. Until next time, here's wishing you all the yum in life. Peace. Bye.